What's hey, up, Marcus? Bubba? What's up? All right, hey, this is uh Kyle Heathens with Marcus Layhall and Kyle Heathens podcast. I got a special guest, Ryan Ray. What you doing, Bubba? Not much. Just, you know, trying to get by with life. Heck yeah. Well, give them, give everybody the listeners a, a little background on you, and we'll go from there. Alrighty. Well, you know, like you said, my name is Ryan Ray. Uh, I've known Marcus for quite some time now. We went to high school together. We joined the army together. We went to did most of our training together and uh, spent about a year in Korea together and with our with our careers. And then once we left Korea, we kind of split split off. Um. But like I said, you know, I'm in the Army, been in the Army for six years. There's not really much else to say. Heck, yeah. Well, <clears throat> how's the Carson treating you? Uh, you know, working me to the bone, trying to keep me in the field all the time. Yeah, I feel you. But uh, have you met with Young yet? I haven't. He, I think he got here, like, last week sometime, but... Tomorrow is actually my daughter's birthday, so I've been running around with my, like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to get everything ready, get all the presents wrapped and situated. So I haven't really had time to hey, yeah. go out and meet any, you know, meet up with anybody here. Yeah, my mom's birthday was today. That's cool. Uh, shit, yeah, I just wanted to get you on. You know, we had some crazy stories going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> The farmhouse parties and senior skip day, you know, senior skip day, and we uh, way too crazy yep. stories for Korea. <laughs> yeah, that was a man. Uh, yeah, uh, Ray is also a thirteen fox, just like I am, or was. Still doing it, making the fishers proud. Yeah, doing huh? my best, trying to at least. They're trying to send me the promo. I got back in uh, six months ago because I got out for a little short stint and joined the National Guard, and I didn't like that at all. But, you know, I came back to that <laughs> active life, and six months in, they're already trying to send me the promotion board, so we'll see how that goes. Heck, yeah. I mean, I, you're trying to get, you can get your sergeant yeah. finally? Yeah. That's good. My my other buddy, uh, Tim Scott's over there too. I don't know what uh, I don't know his company. Or yeah, uh, I don't think I know him. Yeah, he's. A, I think he's a. Uh, I think he's a sergeant. Maybe going about to be staff. But uh, you got any uh, you got any questions for me or? Yeah, you said you're about to go hunting after this. You're going to go get some coyotes? Yeah, I actually got uh, my first permission, uh, my permit, to go not hunting in Oklahoma. Hell yeah. Yeah, they, uh, the landowners have to put in a permit for you to be able to hunt coyotes at nighttime. And this one farmer had a bunch of cows pushed through a fence by coyotes last uh last oh night. man yeah so i'm gonna go over there after this and see if i can do some damage 
Hell yeah, I might go come with you once I come to Wichita or I come to Quanah, that area in December. Oh yeah. When you get you, whenever you get back, man, I got I got land lined up. We can definitely make it happen. Yeah, I should I should be coming home sometime in December. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hook up and we'll make some stands. I got I'll let you hunt and we'll make a little YouTube video. I got the camera and everything. Just make it happen. Let's do it. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready. Gotta get out there. Get get me some. Take some. Get some cars. Take some dirt naps. Yes, yeah, sir. We'll get. I'll let you shoot my gun and everything, and just record. And drink some beer on the way. Sounds like a plan. And yeah, where are you headed right now? I'm headed back home. I had to come get a last minute present. Yeah. Yeah, I know how that thing goes. Yeah. Had a guy, we had uh, <laughs> got something from Walmart and never came in, so we had to hurry up to to Target. Yeah, what what'd you end up getting her? This little, or it's actually from her grandparents. Her, uh, they got her this little, this little little shed thing, little play area thing. It was like made of wood and whatnot, set it up outside so she could have somewhere like a little house to play in. See what. Oh, okay. Heck yeah. A lot of books. How often you but uh what you got? So how often you go out? You go out like every every weekend or so? Man, I try, but right now I've been busy with uh a lot of softball. Like a shit ton of softball. But Right now, like, I'm hunting for these coyotes for, uh, like, for predator control and everything. Mm-hmm. But when it gets starts getting colder, it's more fur season. Oh, uh, yeah. So, how much does the fur go for? Uh, I could sell them whole for about 25 35 If I start skinning, it'd be a lot different. Yeah. Bobcats, a good bobcat is about 200. Oof. Yeah, but they're tricky. I bet. They're pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty fucking cats here. You get up farther north, though, they get prettier. Yeah, there was a couple bobcats here on the installation at Fort Carson uh, a couple couple days ago. There's a whole bunch of these neighborhood posts or pages they have on Facebook saying, yeah. oh, there's bobcats and stuff. There, there was a, a bear or two, a little, mom, a little baby cubs with a mama, a mama bear going through neighborhoods, going through everybody's trash and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, really? They got... That's cool. I, I'm trying to get a... I'm going to try to head out that way my next vacation I'm taking, I'm going to head out to New Mexico and do uh, public land cow hunting for like yeah. a week. I'm going to live off the land. That sounds, that sounds like that's, I want to do that. Yeah, we can hook up. I, I'm a uh, some of this land, this public land you can't drive yeah. onto. So you just park your car and you hike in and We'll do a bunch of a uh, cow hunt, and then in between, do some rabbit hunt and do some fishing. Some, see if we can get some trout. And 
And I'm gonna do. I want to do the same thing in Colorado. I'm supposed to be doing a. Me and my buddy uh, Casey Clemens are thinking about doing a bear hunt in Oof. Idaho. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I put it in for a bunch of draw tags, and we'll see if I get lucky and win the yeah. lottery. See, I've been watching a lot of uh, media. Yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah, I just yet? started it uh, on Netflix. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I watched a couple of them. I haven't gotten too far into the series yet. Oh, man. That dude. That's dude. The reason I, that guy right there, uh, Steve Benali, if I pronounce his last name right, uh, he's the reason I got into more of like a hunt for meat yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I always hunted for meat when I hunted deer, but I always wanted to go like branch my variety of stuff. Like, because he went, he, most of his stuff he wins off of lottery on how to like going somewhere to hunt public land. Oh, uh, yeah. State parks and stuff. That'd be cool. And he actually was in, uh, where was he at? I think he was in, uh, was a Borger somewhere up in the panhandle? He was hunting cranes, sandhill cranes. And in the, in the new season, he's in uh, Port Aransas. So I might, maybe one day I'll be able to hook up with them and do something weird, you know, like coyote hunting and we maybe barbecue a coyote yeah. or something. WW. He's that. He's ate one before in Mexico. I've never done it. I've, I've ate fox before. I ain't a high quarter of a fox. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it tastes yeah, it like a real Uh, I cooked it over a, an open fire, like on a bonfire, like a little yeah. campfire. And um, we had a little seasoning to it and, I guess I couldn't really taste the game at the point because we were hungry. We we've been hiking all day trying to hunt. Uh, we're all trying to hunt coyotes down in uh, Sierra Blanca area, down the uh, Mexican border. But I mean, it, it's meat, and it didn't taste. I mean, it didn't taste yeah. like it was bad. But that's how same way we cooked jackrabbit. We put it on a stick and did it like a rotisserie style jackrabbit, and man, it was good. I bet sounds like it'd be good. So what? What is your? Uh, what was your favorite hunt out of all of them? Yeah. My favorite hunt, <clears throat> I'd have to say shotgun and shotgun and. Shotgun Bobcats. and Bobcats. That Down sounds here. like a blast. Oh man, I I had the I had the Fox Pro, and I had this little Mojo, little cheap Mojo. It was when I first started get or started getting into electric calls, and uh, I was like, man, this place is beautiful. I was sitting right beside a a pond dam in the in the tree line the shelter belt 
I was like, man, I'm just gonna put the call down. It was, it was sleeting like hell, like sideways. And I put the call down. And I had that mojo going. And this bobcat jumps, like leaps towards the call, and misses by like two feet. And I'm sitting there staring at him, like ten yards away from me. And I'm like, do I pull my gun up fast or do I creep it up? And my heart's just pumping, <laughs> dude. And I just slowly, I just slowly raise the shotgun up, and then, boom! I let it off, and blew his front two teeth out. No shit, like literally, bruised. And man, that was probably one of my favorite hunts. And the other one was, I was hunting my uncle Randy's place. And I just got into shotgunning coyotes and bobcats, and it was my first shotgun kill. I was calling maybe for 35 seconds. And I'm sitting on this pond, dried-up pond, and this coyote comes hauling ass right over the dam and straight at the call, and I smoked him, dude. I'm talking about blew him to smithereens. At uh, 25 yards. But the funny thing was, I was holding my Fox Pro call, my uh, remote, and leaning up against the tree. And when I shot that uh, that damn uh, double lock buck, blew that hand, that uh, remote out of my hands and flew about 10 yards in the air. Yeah, that was, that was actually on a coyote competition. And we ended up winning that one. We ended up with, uh, I think, six coyotes, a bobcat, and some jackrabbits. Jackrabbits only count one point. But we literally, I killed that uh, coyote. We drove 100 yards down and set up and ended up killing a bobcat in 10 minutes. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was a good time, and it's nothing like, uh, nothing like a coyote competition. It's just all fun the whole entire time. I mean, yeah, there's blank stands when you don't call something in, or you don't see anything. But the friends that you're with the whole time it just makes it worthwhile. Yeah, what's up? Because we're all. What are you saying? We're all there for like to as a team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, once I once I get Make settled in here in Colorado more and I start meeting more people, I kinda wanna get into doing a lot of the hunting. No. Getting a group of guys, getting you up here. You and Corey and all of them get up here and shoot some piles and whatnot. Yeah, man, uh we uh, <clears throat> that's that's my that's kind of like my favorite thing to do too though is is uh first time hunters is taking first time hunters out because once they shoot that first cow or once they see that first cow come in and commit to the call and come in and you see the kind of game that we play with predators, it's. You're, you shoot that first one, you're addicted for life. I, I can imagine. Like a lot of people, a lot of people have shot cows, you know, like 
driving on their ranch land or on their farmland and shot a coyote or but it's different when they come in like you're you're waiting for them or you're <clears throat> tricking them into them coming into something that they think oh I'm gonna get me yeah. an easy meal real quick I feel I feel like it could be really addictive yeah, like some... you get that adrenaline rush you're like man I just called this in yeah and it's it's not it's no by no means a cheap oh, yeah. hobby though it's just like any other hobby. Like you get into golf, it's expensive as hell. Like you were trying to get into golf, Are you still I trying really, to? You know, you know, I bought that first set of clubs, and once I got them, everything. And then once once everything opened back up, is when build real fast. Try to carry it to the. But I really have yeah. Like trying to yeah, I feel you. get on out here and live in the field for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like the first. Korea is probably yeah. the worst about going to the field. Oh, yeah. A month at a time. Korea. So- My most favorite duty station. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. <clears throat> we hated it when we were there, but thinking back on it, man, it was awesome. Yeah, we were, we were like 18, 19, living in the foreign country, doing, doing whatever we wanted to. Yeah, it, it was fun. Yeah. Hey, tell them... Uh, Tell them about you, uh, us playing in that semi-pro game in Korea. It was the lot before this, the game he was talking about. I said, hey, you been? And I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And he said, you're playing in a minor league baseball game with us. And I said, well, who? He was like, it doesn't really matter, but it's post-playoff. I was like, well, all right, let's do it. He said, I need a catcher, and you already know I'm a And I was like, all right. Wake up early the next morning. We've been drinking a lot before. Seems to be. Been to Korea. If you're listening, you, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, we wake up. You know, we're going play this game and everything. And I was warming up with Marcus uh, prior to the game. He's over here just throwing straight heat, and then he but he breaks the the uh the net in my glove like. I was like, what am I going to use now? I had to actually, you know, switch on and off with the, the Korean team. We're playing. And this this was honestly my favorite memory of Korea out of the whole year of me being there. We, uh, going back and forth, it was actually pretty, pretty close. Came down to the last out. It was, you know, the night. Five, five. And yep. One of the guys on the other team, he hit it to left field when there was a runner on second. So the runner on second turns third and the, just barely overthrows me. And because uh, I was playing catcher, he overthrows me at home. Luckily, I turned back around and he just bounces straight to me. I turn, I barely miss him. 
he just barely presses on the plate and we lose lose six to five. But after that, the mayor of the t- little little city we were in, I think it was Dongshan, he was like, "Hey, come, you know, come meet with us. We're gonna, we're gonna pay for it." He takes us to a five star hotel room or a rock five star restaurant with a hotel room on it. It was like the very top floor, and he gave he all you can eat buffet, five star restaurant, and we'd have to pay a dime for it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I think I had ended up having like yeah. nine strikeouts. That knuckleball, know, they didn't know what crazy. that knuckleball was. Those base, those base pass seems like super, super far too. Yeah, and they had them yeah. weird bats that made them aerodynamic. It was a great experience. They had holes in the middle of the bats. It was weird. It was fun, dude. I like. Every once in a while, I try to get Tristan to go to, like, a Korean barbecue place. Now, listen to this. I have, like, a million-dollar idea right here. So, you know how Korean barbecue, we... They, like, it was unlimited meat. You know, you just grabbed your own meat. And your sauces, and then you would cook it. Why if we did that American version where we we have all these uh, grills and smokers, and then like you paid for your your spot and like what you're gonna use and which you kind of like in advance tell us what you're gonna have. And then we have TVs at every station. And basically, they just walk up and they get their meat and they start cooking. It's on, like, basically, you just pay for, like, in, like in big cities, you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't have what we have where yeah. we just grill out, out at, outside. And, like, they can go there and watch the game and grill out for their family while there's, like, a table and then a grill and grill out. So you're, the, you we're know saying, saying? Do, you know, pretty much like reservations. Right? Have a, a rack of ribs and you know, three T-bones or something. Pretty much. Yeah, and they just go there and they cook their own food and you just, all you have to do is just have a butcher in the back and like a waitress with beer. I think it'd be, yeah. I think it'd be a good idea. Now we, now we just gotta find the investor. <laughs> hey, kid. Oh uh, shit! I, I appreciate you coming Sorry, on here, Ray. Long, everything kind of out of nowhere today. Keep going the kind of days. Nah, it's all good, Bubba. Uh, I definitely get you back on. When just hit me up whenever you're free and we can talk about uh anything. I'm game for it. And I'll just I'm trying to you know, we've all lost people from uh suicide in the military and I just wanna kinda like bring people on and make sure they're doing all right and I I've had my problems, yeah. I know you've had your problems. 
You know, just bring awareness to it, and then we talk about hunting. We can talk about anything. We just, you know, bullshit. Yeah. I'm off. I'm getting talked about. Whatever. Just make sure everybody's doing all right. Well, yeah. now I appreciate you having me on. You know, it's like, all right, we'll, I'll jump back on with you. All right, guys. This is uh Kyle Heathens, Marcus Layhall, and Ryan Ray. This is the Heathens podcast. God bless. I love you, Ray. See you. See you later.